Welcome to the Be Better Mindset Podcast, where we talk about the importance of improving life across every variable. We talk about topics like self-improvement, health, and so many strategies to manage the many stresses we have in life. If you are interested in pursuing happiness, bettering yourself daily, and reaching your full potential, this podcast is for you. Remember, you are great, but you can always be better. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Be Better Mindset Podcast. I am Royce, and I got Nick. What's up, y'all? And today, we got a pretty exciting topic. Actually, all, all morning, Nick, I've just been spending the entire time for myself, so I'm on another level right now. So, I'm pretty awake. Nick, what are we talking about, man? Uh, today, the topic is gossip. Ooh, what are you gossiping? So guys, I, we wanted to talk about gossip because it is a, it's something that we all deal with in, in our daily lives and yet we, we either feed into it or we just don't know what to do with it. Um, but today, hopefully today, we want to give you some tools that's going to allow you to kind of reprocess this whole ideal and understand it of why it's so beneficial for the body. But, but also I want to give you some ways that's going to allow us to kind of change our pattern so we can really serve the most important thing is serve your purpose so i guess the first question is what is gossip so you know what that might be the question that i should ask for you (laughs) because you asked um but what is gossip nick you had a better better way you explained this to me what gossip is but let's go ahead can you can you define it for me real fast define what gossip is um I see. So that's why I asked you the question because it's a great question. And I was sitting here as you were introing, and I was thinking of it. But gossip, to me, in my opinion, from my observation, is spoken words of events that have happened. Um, there's facts in there. There's definitely things that can be learned. Uh, but you have to be very observant of how many I thinks or how many thinks and feels um, are in what is being in that conversation in that conversation or spoken to you. Yeah, absolutely. And that could be, now here's the thing, it could be an example for someone that's not in that room Mm -hmm. is a very, very common one, I think, Mm -hmm. but it could also be an event. It can be something more political, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But absolutely it's, it's when, when you're conversating with someone and you attach I feels and I thinks to it a lot Mm -hmm. and, and, and not everything may be factual. We're creating an entire thing and, uh, and uh, it's, and you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you've, I, I've partaked into it. Oh, for sure. You've partaked into it. But guys, I want you guys to be aware of, of what this really is. But prior to really talking about how to handle this, let's talk some stuff of uh, as, as far as benefits. Let's try to look at it from yeah. a third-party outsider yeah, perspective. I mean, what are the benefits, Nick? I mean, I mean, we're, we love doing this. Like, why, yeah. do we, why, why do we all have tendencies to gossip? I guess the first one is... <clears throat> It's a it's a massive, massive dopamine hit. And essentially what a dopamine hit is when you get down to the nitty gritty of it is part of our, our feel good. Yeah. Self care stuff. Yeah, some chemicals in the brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and, and, and guys, as far as the dopamine hit and 
you're when when we're in that mode of gossiping, we're learning things. Mm-hmm. Now, could it is it true? We we don't really know, right? But it is a form of learning. Another version of why you can get a major dopamine hit is is comparison. Remember, we talked about comparison is the robber of all happiness. Comparison can also create happiness. And what I mean by that, if you have a current situation right now in your life and you know someone else is having a harder situation, Nick, how do you feel when when that's happening? My situation ain't shit. Yeah, my situation ain't shit. I feel good. So comparison and creating false comparisons can create that dopamine hit. What was that last one? I I wrote down one more on there. Um, Alternate ways? Oh, yeah. Uh, So... Cover fire. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this. And guys, um, do you know what cover fire is, Nick? No, you're telling me what cover fire is. So cover fire is when... I guess it's like deflection. It's deflection, oh, okay. exactly. That's what makes sense. You know, and, and cover fire, I was explaining to one of my clients, I was like, you're, imagine going into a grocery store and you're, you're, you're 16 and you're, just, and, and you're just like, hey, I want that Snickers, I want that energy drink. I also want that gum. I also want some of those chips. And can I also get some of that Playboy? Um, I also want some water and uh, a glass of orange juice. Right? Mm -hmm. Nick, what did you hear in there? I heard the Playboy. Right? So, and that's cover fire. A lot of times we put so many other things in front of it so we can hide things. And what I mean by deflecting is we deflect everything about ourselves and then we point it somewhere completely different so we we're not addressing the main issue and, and that main issue can be something more internal something rings true in our in our world and instead of wanting to deal with it we point out something that should ring true in yeah someone else's world i got you yeah it's much easier to talk about somebody else than than ourselves mm-hmm. so with that with that given knowledge, uh, Nick, let's let's talk. About it. It's a major dopamine release. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're doing comparison things to make ourselves feel better. Mm-hmm. We're deflecting, so we're not focusing on ourselves. What are some things that we can do in the self care menu that's going to allow us to kind of create those same kind of dopamine stressors that are similar to gossip? So let's just give a few. Similar. So like learning, right? Because you're kind of it's false learning. Okay. It could be true learning. Like what is what is some for that? Yeah, so you're talking about like podcasts and books, and so you're essentially talking about things to fill your cup. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But in the learning department, so personally, yeah, I like to read. I like to learn a lot. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, I like to have deep, meaningful conversations with just about anybody that'll have one with me. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are what I like to do to learn. What do you like to do to learn? What's a what's the way you like? To so, learn? so we were just briefly discussing that dopamine is a releaser of. Of, um, of learning and learning solves a level of uncertainty so in terms of uncertainty if I want to get that dopamine release I take a look at what my current problems are now and I just do a massive push and learning as much about that topic as possible mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and that could be anywhere it can be in finances it can be in relationships but for me to reduce that uncertainty I really take professionals and experts and I just devour as much knowledge as I can mm-hmm. so I can solve that uncertainty Mm -hmm. right in terms of comparison i like to look at people that again that are experts that's been in my world before Mm -hmm. and then i just read their awful stories of how they've they've uh 
came back around and really solved their problem. One was was Phil Knight. If you guys aren't familiar, Phil Knight, he is the founder of Nike. But he is, if you guys read that book, Shoe Dog, his life is full of ups and downs. And if you think you've had financial issues at one point, he, he his his little story is is super inspiring. How he's resilient, and um, I mean he had a thirty three million dollar lawsuit at one point, and he could have failed a ton of times. And now that company is worth billions of dollars, right? So um, when I look at my my troubles and myself, I look at some of these entrepreneurs that really really handled some some adversities, and I do feel better about myself because I know someone else has paved away so it makes me feel certain about the places that i've been so and uh those why that those are a couple of ways you can fill your cup up so i like that how do you deal with gossip so this is where we get it it starts to become fun guys so how do we deal with gossip and there's a ton of ways we want to share our top three with you guys so so, so you can go and turn and, and use it into your world because you're dealing it in your workplace. I mean, if you're a student, you're dealing it in your classes. Uh, you might be dealing it with your family members. So hopefully... Friends. Yeah, friends. Hopefully this will give you guys some tools. So one of the number one ways that you can do it, it's, a, it's, a, it's one that I don't do as often, Nick doesn't do it as often, but we've all done it before, um, is being direct. Mm-hmm. Right. So being direct, Nick, explain what being being direct means in this in in a scenario where you have your you know someone's gossiping. Being direct is sticking to the facts of the situation. Uh so how I how I deal with gossip and how I've been trying to reframe it and how I've been, been doing it better with it lately is normally uh in the past I would just shut down really quiet right mm-hmm. and uh, just take it all in and hope to god you would stop sometime soon so we could talk about fun things um but now what i do is i take it in and i listen to the conversation and i listen to what the facts are of the conversation and then i try to become curious about why or what the problem really is so by sticking to the facts i, I try to ask them a question that gets them to understand how they feel about that situation is what they're living in in the moment and it's not the facts of what happened and lots of times it's a lots of he said she said or i think i feels that get wrapped up into that and so my way that i'm working on being direct with that is i'm i'm trying to ask them a question that gets them to understand they have way too much emotion and thinking into the situation and they don't have enough facts about the situation. And if they were to become more curious factually about the situation, yeah. there's a good chance their perception would change. And Nick, let's talk about a scenario because we both tried this this uh, this tactic before. What's happening with the other person normally when we become direct? What, what do they feel like? Uh, a couple of things. Sometimes they feel like they're being talked to like a child. Sometimes yeah. they get defensive. Sometimes they take it really well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're like, oh shit, my bad. This yeah. is how I meant it. Yeah. Um, majority of the time, they feel like they're childish. Yeah. Right? Majority of the time. So, guys, I want we're going to give you as many tools as we can, but this technique does work. And it does work given, give, given to the right person, right? A person that you feel is an adult, you know, that has a decent strategy of filling their own cup. I they, think everybody has an adult and a child within them. 
Absolutely. You have to understand yeah. which one you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. Who are you dealing with at the moment? What, like, what? I think it's really important. If you were to be direct with me, I would handle it really well. I hope so. Everybody right? has that. Everybody has that yeah. adult and that child within them. Yeah. So and um, so, just make sure you know who you're dealing with. But being direct can be very, very impactful. The benefits to it is you can cut, you can cut to the source really quick. You can focus on some other things that are going to be more important. I guess the trick is coming from a, being direct and coming from a place of compassion. Because Absolutely. if you're direct, uh, if you're too direct, people get the, the feelings hurt, and then it doesn't have the effect that you were hoping right. that it would have, right? Intended for, Intended for exactly. it to have. Right. So remember that compassion while being direct is, is very, very important. Absolutely. So Nick, I want to share mine. So it's kind of the, it is, it is, it is partly direct. So if you were to come in and you were, you were gossiping about something, you know, I'm going to acknowledge that I'm going to acknowledge that I heard you and I'm going to acknowledge that, that, that it's true for the moment. But what I'm really, really going to focus on is diverting it right back to you. I'm like, Nick, that's awesome. But let's talk about you. What's going on in your life? Now I know there's a dopamine release to this, and so now he's gossiping. Then I'm like, hey, what are you doing for yourself lately? What's work like? What are you doing for yourself? When was the last time you had fun? You know, I'm gonna start invoking questions that are gonna be pertaining about filling the person's cup. And here's normally what ends up happening, because I've done this a couple of times in my work career, is they start to get quiet. Right? They start to really understand that maybe they're just not happy. The possibility of it. The possibility of it that maybe they're just diverting. And and you have to come, again, you have to come from a place of compassion. Like, well, that's awesome. What are you doing lately? And guess what happens, Nick? A lot of times these people start to cry. Waterworks. Right? It's waterworks galore because waterworks, waterworks. They, they're so consumed about everything externally that they can't even inwardly like look at themselves. They're out of alignment. They're out of alignment. So, so it's very, very powerful way, guys, of of really going back to the cause, right? It's like I said, it's it's a we're unconscious about it a lot of times, and it takes someone that is conscious to be able to really navigate that situation. So, that's one of my favorite ways to handle it. What is another way? If you feel like you're not, maybe you don't have the skills for this. Uh, your cup is yourself is not filled as well, and you're, you might be blending into it. What is another strategy that can uh, that we can use to handle gossip? You got me there. You I got me there. Got, I only got the unhealthy one of receding back into myself and, and oh, trying okay. to remove myself from the situation. So another popular way, guys, is having a mediator of some oh, sort, yes, right? Correct. And yes. and that mediator can be a professional. It can be a life coach. It can be a therapist. It can be a counselor. You know, parents, yeah. It could be parents, right? Friends. But the idea is find someone that can create that space. You know, hopefully they're not feeding into that gossip as well. They are just building that space for you to really think about your thoughts. And creating um, space or being a sounding board. Being a sounding board. Yeah. I mean, what? Who are those for you, uh, Nick, at the moment? Sounding boards for me at the moment. Uh, I have my mom, I have you, I have 
So I have James. Jim. Jim as well. Man, you got a team. Yeah. Got Corey. Got a whole bunch of people. Just people yeah. I like to bounce thoughts off of. Yeah. And notice not, not a whole lot of those are like your best friends, I feel like. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are very separate from the situations. I mean, your mom is a great friend probably. But um, she knows how to separate herself at mm-hmm. times. And for me, geez, I have a ton too. I have you as well. Mm-hmm. And you call me out on it fairly often. And uh, I have Jim, you know, I have, and I have a group of people too. That's why I think it's so advantageous to have a group, mm-hmm. like uh, masterminds. I can throw Tara and uh, Grant and Madison in there too. There you go. Because I turned to those people as well. Sorry, it took me a second. Yeah, we have a ton. Make sure you guys get a group. You know, is it is this, is this, people's thoughts or is it my thoughts i think a part of that is understanding who you can go to what with or what you can yeah who you can go to and speak about what with so like the things i talked to tara and grant about i wouldn't necessarily talk to jim about to the same degree Mm. right or the things that i talked to my mom about i wouldn't necessarily talk with grant and tara with to the same degree or madison you know what i mean yeah um so i think it's it's being present with those people when you're with them and understanding to the depth of what conversation you can have with them with. I like that. And I want to elaborate on that a little bit more. Like what value can they bring for that moment? You know, it's it's very hard to get a third party advice about finance when the person's broke. You know what I mean? Or if they're spiritually broke as well. Or if their relationship broke as well. Like why would I get a relationship advice? Exactly. So you get a third person advice. You want again. We're going back to the expert, right? Yeah. So make sure you're talking to a person that's expert in that field in some sort of fashion. They don't need a degree for it. It's hard to get a degree for relationships. You just know, like they like how long you've been married. You just got to be observant. Yeah, you have to be observant. I guess that's the biggest thing with gossip. You have right. to be observant. You have to be observant. You have to be observant. You have to be observant in the moment to understand the facts of the situation of what they're telling you about. You have to be observant of the I thinks and the I feels so that way you can separate them from the facts and then you have to be observant enough to be able to ask them a question or be able to direct yourself out of the situation. I guess the biggest thing to gossip is be observant and help them be observant because when they're gossiping, they're no longer being observant. Mm -hmm. So we've been in these situations before in our workplace. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it all the time. You know, what it could be between a conversation between you and Madison. And I'm hearing these things. Um, in, in in that scenario, a lot of times I'm like, did you talk to that person? Because I'm, I'm just another person. You should probably talk to that person, right? Let's give an example for the, for, for, um, for the audience because you and Madison had a conversation of a hard talk before. Now, in that scenario, how hard was it to have that conversation? Oh, in the moment it wasn't hard. It was just uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't define it as a hard conversation. I'd define it as uncomfortable. There was definitely some growth there. But yeah. Uh, so the story, the quick and dirty version of it is, uh, I had made a passive aggressive comment um, in Madison's direction the day previous, um, and the day after I met with her because she's one of my clients. We had a great session. At the end of the session, she she took a moment to let me know that. She felt like what I was saying was, or what I had said in this moment was passive aggressive, and she let me know how it made her feel. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I said thank you, and I apologized. 
Um, and then I kind of walked away from it. And then I walked back and I, I took the extra moment to really convey to her, like, I appreciate her calling me out on my shit because I was very passive aggressive. And I don't enjoy that part of myself. Sometimes it's reactionary, right? But I am, I, I understand and value what she said, when she said it, how she handled the situation. And, you know, there's, there's not a lot of people that will take the time to be vulnerable themselves, um, to convey that message to you. So that, that, that moment let me know like, Oh, okay, cool. Like Madison's, Madison's good ass people. And so right. you know, that's when I let her in the inner sanctum. Exactly. You know, in, you know, in, in, in an, a situation where she doesn't talk about it, she can let it fester. She can talk about it with her friends. She can gossip about her friends. She can gossip with me that Nick is just a passive aggressive guy. Right? And we're creating all of these things and it's not solving the issue. The quicker way to do it is to be direct. Now, guys, it will be uncomfortable. You're doing it wrong if it's not uncomfortable, in fact. But here's the the better question. What is your relationship now like with her having gone through that uncomfortable situation. What is it like now? Well, it's definitely stronger, for sure. And, yeah, and that's the message, guys. Right? If someone's telling you that relationships are full of butterflies and and uh, rainbows, full of shit. I mean, so there are relationships that are like that, and people can strive for those type of relationships, but they're not the real ones. Not the those, real are, ones. those are the yeah. ones that are there from when, on the pretty days. Yeah. Right? Those aren't the ones that are going to be there on the days when you're stuck in the mud. You're stuck or, in the mud. You don't know who you are. Yes. Lost your way. I, I, and just in the small time that I've been here, I've observed some really strong relationships and the strongest ones typically have the most uncomfortable ones. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it from, and it's just a trial and error, guys. It's a, um, but if you're coming it from, from that angle, I think it's super, super powerful. All right? I to agree. So I wanted to, to share that story. Nick, thank you for sharing that story because can be very uncomfortable so make sure but also make sure you're coming in with a full cup yeah take so, care of yourself right. yeah thank you for going there so whenever when, so hard conversations ties into our hard conversations podcast uh if you if what is being talked about you deem as gossip and if you deem that to be a hard conversation and not an uncomfortable conversation then go into that conversation having a full cup because yes. if you don't, you're going to be way more reactionary instead of responsive. And when you're reacting, you're that's not the place you want to be. Let's break it down. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, in a nutshell, like really take care of yourself. If you find yourself gossiping, you might want to fill your cup up. Fill your cup up as much as you can because you are unconsciously using gossip to fill some dopamine release. Okay, it's just so, how it is. Sorry. No, you're good. Okay, so if you had three big points that you wanted people to take away from this, right? Because chances are they're only going to be able to use one of them. So what are three yeah. big points that you want people to take away from this? Because we've given them a lot of great value. So three major takeaway points to take away from gossip is, number one, that it is absolutely normal. It's normal, but I want you to be aware that there's other alternatives to get dopamine. Right? Acknowledge it, that it's powerful, but then acknowledge that there's also alternative ways. The second thing is is having that conversation, regardless of how awesome you are and, and, and just having hard conversations, it's always going to be uncomfortable. You know, I, I really don't think it ever gets easier. It's always uncomfortable. You just get better at it. Yeah, I think they'd love, yeah. Right? 
And then the third thing is coming out of those hard conversations is even a stronger relationship. Or maybe they're just not up for it. So they either break, which is completely fine, which is another topic, or it can get super strong. And I've seen that happen more often than the other way around, right? And um, Nick, I wanted to share, end with this story because remember we were talking about um, the benefits. I want to talk about kind of some of the benefits of going through this because we just shared it. Is um, is that hike we were talking about uh, on, was it Mount, the Mount's, Mountain's Edge Exploration Peak? Mm-hmm. And guys, if you haven't done this this one, this little hike before, it's a, it's a simple hike. But when you start to when you start that path, there's it, it kind of forks into two roads, right? There's one path where it's extremely extremely easy. It takes a little bit longer, and then there's this kind of makeshift path that has a little path, but it's extremely challenging. And that's really why, like, hard conversations. They this story just relates to it really well. Initially, yes, it's a hard path, but that hard path. Is also a path it leads that, to somewhere beautiful. To leads to somewhere beautiful, you get to the top much faster, right? The second part of it, it's very very difficult, and it's difficult on the legs. That one's a straight uphill. So when you're going through this, guys, my legs get really really strong, and you inevitably, as a person taking the alternate path, you just get stronger, okay? And the final thing is, you said something that's beautiful when you decide to take this path. A different set of opportunities arises for you, and those opportunities are going to be greater experiences with your relationships, greater relationships with your money, your health, right? Because now you're not focusing on something else; you start to focus on yourself, and that's where it's really, really. I want you guys to really grasp that. Take the alternate route. Take the hard conversation route. Take the conversation route where you're focusing on themselves, so they can start to realize it, and. Um, it's super powerful skill to really have. So, Nick, did you want to share any other things on that? No, I like it, bro. That's good. And guys, that's that's a topic. If you guys have more topics you want us to really talk about, um, would love to share more. Uh, you follow us on. I think one of the topics we should talk about is creating space, whether it be a thought, a situation, or a person. I like that. Right. So look out for that. <laughs> creating space topic um enjoy your sunday guys look out for the next episode if you like it make sure to share it with somebody else it's how we grow we're i think we're right now averaging about 200 downloads which is, i don't know 70 something come on bro yeah we need to we need to we need to be on top of that yeah we're at 70 i think we're at 73 73 i think we're at 73 I like, I like it so um make sure to share it guys we're trying to get to 300 downloads per week. That's my next milestone. I don't know all the 200. I feel like two of them are my mom in two different accounts. So um, feel free to share it, guys, and uh, gossip about us a little bit. It'd be nice. All right, enjoy your weekend. Later. Be better. Peace.